Welcome to the fourth episode of the limited series, Trapped in a Culture. I am your host, Layla Wills. This series contains adult content and graphic language and is not intended for all audiences. Africa Bambata has denied all allegations of child sexual abuse and the sexual abuse of minors. To protect their anonymity, the voices of some people interviewed were altered at their request. Voice identification is at the end of this episode and also in the description. Shahada is the Muslim declaration of faith. Ankh is an Egyptian symbol spelled A-N-K-H. Dr. York had a tremendous influence on young people. If you look at the time that he surfaced, late 60s, early 70s, you had the decline of the nation, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad passed 1975. So he's rising up. He's actually starting to fill a void where the Black Panthers were gone. A lot of the organizations had been infiltrated by Pro, counterintelligence program in Hoover. That's the game that these, these, these devil is using. Anything to stop people like Clarence Sergeant, the leader of the 5% Nation, stop Imam Asa, the, the leader of the Nubian Nation, stop Yahweh Ben Yahweh, the leader of the Black Israelite Hebrew Nation, stop any black leadership. Don't let niggas organize. Don't let them come together as a family and build. Don't let them realize who we are, the devil. This is what must be prevented. He came with literature and doctrine and ideology. And he was talking about all the things that we wanted to debate and talk about. Religion and are there aliens? And he was talking right into that. In fact, he even said that he was from somewhere else. He channeled entities and he was from another planet. Words. For the, ancient the following recording would be played over the loudspeakers at the Nuwabian Cult Compound in Putnam County, Georgia. I incarnate from time to time to reattune you into the divine inside. Step one, forget my name and listen to my voice. Truth is in the sound of my voice. Trust in my voice. The Zulu Nation, you're under the African Mambala, they pretty much embraced the whole Nubian, we call the Nubian Nation at the time. I thought that LL Cool J, Big Daddy Kane, Dougie Fresh, Third Base, uh, Kwame, uh, Shafi, and on and on and on, that these brothers who are rapping, that public enemy in them, are rapping messages out to the people. I went out and assimilated myself in the hip-hop world, 
and got to know Africa Bambada, and got to know Jazzy Jeff, and got to know Dougie Fresh, and got to know all of these rappers, and sat down with them by building a recording studio that he talks about in the book. He doesn't understand the power of building a recording studio. All the rap groups come to record with me. And when they come to record with me, I sit down and find out what they believe. Now what happens is, because that I'm part of our community, you go out there looking like album jackets by the rap group, you see our flag on the back of it. You see Fancy Mom Ace on the back of it. You see me now involving myself with the Zulu Nation under African Bambada. They took their Shahada and became Muslim. I was with Bambada when he took his Shahada in 1989. We had a close alliance with the Nuwapians and Dr. York. He dressed in a lot of the hats and clothes that the New Wapians made and sold. Bambada wore their images, the pillbox tiles with the Ankh in the middle. These are all New Wapian things that Bambada wore. Jewelry, New Wapian necklaces. He went on to call himself Armin Ra, which he got from Dr. York. Many of my um, brothers and sisters have put me into a, a god status among the gods as calling me the Amon Ra of universal hip-hop culture. Now, the Amon Ra of hip-hop, okay, you're the light of hip-hop. I'm cool with that. I'm with that. And, but now, you taking it on some like, really, Ben? Really? Now you're the Amon Ra, and and you're and everyone in hip hop, in hip hop, is supposed to like. Okay, what spiritual shit are you fucking giving me? You know what I mean? Because um. So do we know? Yeah, I know. Bullshit. The use of the term Amon Ra by Africa Bambada, I think we're just getting to understand how he understands it. Historically speaking, you can look at it from an uh, Afrocentric perspective and you can look at it from Egyptologists. Egyptologists are the ones who do the groundwork. And so when they brought this figure, Amun-Ra, out, this was considered uh, in the deity system of Egypt, the Lord of all Lords. He was the ruler. He was a mythical ruler who the Pharaoh used as a purveyor of power over the people. What took place in the Amun temple is that Min was depicted as a large statue, right? Holding his penis in his, with his right hand and a frill in his left hand. And in there, he stood as a statue. Now, before he became a statue, it was a real event. And he would stand with his hands in his thighs, right? And his wife would come in and she would have to erect him, have him have an erection. He would spread his legs, penis is erected, he lay in this way. His wife would leave the temple with the high priestess women after he's erected. And they had these, these um, priests, they would straddle his penis. 
You know what I'm saying? This was part of their one of their rituals. It doesn't mean every ritual that took place in Egypt is a part of our rituals. You know what I'm saying? They were stopped. They had a whole bunch of priests that went into the that went into the sacred chamber, right? And this is how they vowed loyalty to the great god Amun. You know what I'm saying? They didn't look at it the way we now see it as homosexual, or they didn't see it that way. They looked at it as a covenant that he became a, that he that when he ejaculated or whatever, he, they became a part of him and they left there as gods. And all went off in a sacred uh, resource performing the same ritual. This is why in the Catholic churches, those ministers never really, or pastors or fathers, never really get prosecuted for having sex with the young boys. Because they're reenacting the ritual and the hat. York was sexually abusing the children. He had access to the children primarily because he was saying way back in the 70s that he's raising the 144,000 children of light that's mentioned in the book of Revelation. He was teaching us that this is the living prophecy and this is why we're making this sacrifice. So women, mothers gave, literally gave their children over to York. Tell you something, a lot of you men who was in the community for years under what I was teaching you, under the lifestyle that you had to live. You said, I don't know why I gotta live like this. I don't know why I gotta put up with this. You can stand anything now. <laughs> I was saying sleep on the floor. There's rats in there, so. What? What's wrong with rats? There's no heat, so. There's too much heat, so. I subjected y'all to everything that you can go through to make you ready to stand whatever comes against us. Because I don't need, can I speak here? I don't need the bitching men. I really don't need the bitching men. Because the devil is going to make up his mind to come after us one day. It's written in the law. He's going to try to climb Mount Zion and destroy us, the Holy Tabernacle. You understand? And I don't need men that are going to break down like little girls. Receive a maximum sentence of 20 years in confinement for each count. 
that you're charged with one count of sexual exploitation of children and you could receive a maximum sentence of 20 years in confinement. And you're charged with two counts of influencing witnesses and you could receive a maximum sentence of 10 years in confinement for each count. Some of the more disturbing aspects of the testimony was that York was molesting boys as young as four, five, six, and seven. There were victims, girl victim, she suffered a pulverized anus, anal scarring. All totaling, York received 135 years for conspiracy to transport minors across state lines for sexual purposes and the money structuring. And York is now in prison. And there are still people that are Nuwabians that are loyal to Dwight Malachi York, who continue to believe that he is innocent, who will absolutely refuse to admit that he was predatory and that he used his position of power and authority as their leader to satisfy his sexual urges. This is definitely a case that needs to be open. It needs to be open for all the public to see, for all the public to view, all the public to get an understanding, so we could get the right knowledge, the right wisdom, and the right understanding of what has happened to our brother, Dr. Malachi Z. York. following recording would be played over the loudspeakers at the Nuwabian Cult Compound in Putnam County, Georgia. And you say, I want to be you. 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 I can definitely say Bambada followed suit and emulated Dr. York to the T. Some brothers looking up to him like he's God himself. And there were people, elders in the Zulu nation that would say Bambada is God and Tafik is Jesus. They were people that were trying to push that upon the young brothers and make us feel that we were to treat Bam as God. Reptilians, aliens, spaceships, subterranean beings, understanding, outerstanding, overstanding, understanding. So he was trying to be a religious leader. Was he giving prayers in classes? That's what I heard. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, these niggas, man, I'm with. I'm seeing cats walk around with candles and all these onks and all this, you know, uh, you know, and 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 and, and praising Bam Bada and all this, man. I'm like, yo, yo, what's good? When he named himself Amara, 
but he was a cult leader 100%. And it looked strange to people who were there in the beginning. They're like, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Same thing that people asked about Dr. York. We went from Muslims to Hebrews to Egyptians to Moors to Native Americans. Like, where are we going? We going where? It's not about where we're going, it's about you following. Voices in order of appearance. Ali Muhammad, human rights activist. Malachi York, leader of the Nuwabians. Chuck Morgan, nuwabianism.com. Lord Sharif, bodyguard to Africa Bambata. Africa Bambata, former leader of the Zulu Nation. TC Islam, former international spokesman of the Zulu Nation. Judge William Pryor, Georgia State Judge. Rick Allen Ross, The Cult Institute. Rob L. Juan Rodriguez, former member of the Zulu Nation. Brother Malik, former member of the Zulu Nation. And I am your host, Layla Wills, and did all of the reporting. A special thank you to Chuck Morgan for his additional research. Thank you for listening to the fourth episode of the limited series, Trapped in a Culture. Please be advised this is not a full representation of the upcoming film. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on the upcoming film, visit trappedinaculture.com. <laughs>